<laughs> Welcome, Nomads, to the Nomads of Fantasy, a weekly video game and movie podcast where we make a new universe our home every week. This is episode 105. We are discussing the Joker this week. Uh, with me, I have uh, stage clown Brandon. When I was a little boy and told people I was going to be a comedian, everyone laughed at me. Well, no one's laughing now. Still good, still good. Uh, we have our juggler, uh, Eric, with us. Oh, for my whole life, I didn't know if I even really existed, but I do, and people are starting to notice. Mmm. Mm. Are they starting the to notice? Two sides of Arthur. That's right. Which, yes, it's a discussing uh, the 2019. I didn't think this movie was that old already. Four years old, but um, yeah crazy movie the joker just kind of its own little standalone plop in the uh in the dc comics bucket um i two of us hadn't seen it me and eric hadn't seen it yeah, you that's had, right and, you haven't, yeah i had man man was that a friggin ride yes yes yeah uh, absolutely yeah there's a lot a lot i don't know eric you said this is divisive but i would i thought this was pretty yeah squ- squarely in in the good camp but people love it or hate it. It's just one of those that I think people love Go. to hate. You know, we'll we'll find out in the uh, the comments that people had. Yeah. I was just gonna I say, why don't we? Why don't Twitter. we uh, check the social? I want to see what other people said because yeah. sure. I don't. I I kind of have a feeling what we're gonna say, but yeah. Uh, if you want to get at us over on Twitter, we're at Nomads of Fantasy. Who just said, "Have you seen Joker? What do you, What did you think?" Gamer looks at forty says, "Joaquin does a great does great work with decent material." The underlying themes are nothing new and border and on sophomoric, but Phoenix more than makes up for it. As someone else said, sophomoric, yes. As someone else said a touch overrated, but still worth a watch. And I think that's where the most like negative comments come from is people saying that it's overrated. You know, so people uh, love to hate. hate I don't know. Things. I don't know the performance by Jacqueline. Phoenix, how, how do we how are we pronouncing that? Joaquin, Joaquin, Joaquin. yeah. Jacques, I like Would Jacques you say Jacquin? <laughs> I like that. I tried spelling it before out of my head, and I'm like, not not even close. They have very interesting name. Um, uh, yeah. Will you, in fact, eat that crust? Podcast says. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of it is pretty true on how how hard it is to find and maintain mental health care without insurance. It's nearly impossible. Yeah. Again, yeah. well. Gotham's a dark and dirty place. I would assume that their healthcare is probably pretty shitty there. But... It's a corrupt city. I mean, the whole thing yeah. about we'll get into Gotham. I think I think Gotham is one of the main characters. It's a but... yeah yeah yeah. It's a it's <clears throat> definitely a lot of commentary going on in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, our good buddy Jake says Joaquin Phoenix is so great. His laugh is haunting, and I really hope they keep him going in that role beyond the sequel coming out. For sure, which yeah. would be interesting. I can't wait. There's more it's stuff so coming. It's, it's going to be a musical. It's got Lady Gaga in it. 
Yeah, the second one does? some interesting stuff going on with the with the second one. Yeah, is it the same director? Uh, I, I think so. I believe so. Okay, we'll have to check that out. Uh, the Derek Duvall show says masterpiece character study. That's the scuttlebutt says honestly overrated. <laughs> oh, <laughs> overrated God. combat. Stu World Order says an incredibly strong performance buoys a really weak derivative and frankly pretty silly story. That's no interesting. That is, that is wrong. That is interesting. That is no, <laughs> Dave wrong. is ready to talk about this movie. <laughs> that is wrong. Well, let's just get sipping through, his let's chalice get over there. Let's get through. No, that's fine. <laughs> Other people know. Creative <laughs> Control Movie Podcast <laughs> says. <laughs> Dave's turning into the Joker as right. we speak over there. They're hard to stop after seeing this. Yeah. Uh, Creative <laughs> Control Movie Podcast says it's a great film, but it shouldn't have been a Joker movie. Remove that element, and it would have been a wonderful character-driven film with whom you could empathize on a certain level, as opposed to being a character you know you should not support. Interesting. No. Another interesting it, take, it, which, again, we'll get yeah, into, but no. I, I don't think I agree with Joker, that. Because it... You, it humanizes them and gives them some sort of in-world grounding. Which, oh, I don't know but about the, that. You know, but, but, the, but these absolutely. are... Absolutely. I have a feeling that we all liked it, but the, it's good to hear these perspectives being... Yeah, I like the differing take. opinions, for sure. Yeah, it's going to help us think about some things, I think, in our conversation. One more from SP Film Viewer says, it's like a cross between Taxi Driver and The King of Comedy. Which I've never seen either of those movies. I so just finished watching King of Comedy before this movie, and I've already seen Taxi, and I can totally, totally see the inspiration. Not a hmm. remake or anything like that, but there are just very big elements that influenced the stories and the characters in the world of, of this, for sure, of Joker. The only thing I know is that Taxi Driver also had uh, De Niro in it. But that's De Niro's it. in all of them. He's in, he's also the main right. guy. He's the he's the um crazy Arthur character in um uh the Keegan King Comedy. Comedy. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And a, and right. Yes. And what's funny is because he kidnaps a talk show host and um and the Joker, he becomes the talk show host. So oh. it's it is, there, there's like it's like obvious um inspiration for sure that like he's wearing on his sleeve with this its movie, I think. It's with respect. That's cool. Anyways. Yeah, that's cool. our social. <laughs> okay. Well, I think it's a fantasy. I don't. Know, I think this one tells tells a great story um, from a different point of view that we have not usually seen. But what we'll we, get into that. Yeah. What do we? What do we watch? Wait. What are we watching? Yeah. Next? What's up next on the schedule? Next week. Oh, we're getting into the the summer uh, summer blockbusters. Yeah. Going back to the nineties. Getting into our Arnie. Is it true Arnie. lies? Okay. Yeah. It is true lies. Oh, I can't fucking I cannot wait. wait, dude. I cannot I've wait. never so, seen it. It's one of my Arnold holes. <laughs> Gotta fill it. Oh, I, haven't I haven't seen, seen that it. one in, in ages. It, yeah, same. <laughs> which, is, same. which is good. I think it just came to Prime Video, actually. It's not like, just it's recently. Somewhere. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's available to stream. Within like the past week. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, cool. I'm excited for that. That's fantastic. After that, we are we're going to early 2000s, early, late 1990s, and watching Contact, getting some. Some alien discussion late 90s. going. Yeah. Late 90s. Okay. It's baby right. Matthew McConaughey coming in there. Dave's been, I think it will be also her making her debut on the show. Dave's yep. been itching so, to talk about aliens. Yeah, I love talking about I aliens. I love alien movies. <laughs> I, get it. I get it going. I like a good one. I like a good one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
documentary. Um, after that, we're getting into Journey to the West. Uh, this was an old, an old Chinese. Would you say folklore, Eric? Yeah, basically, that inspired a lot of uh, things today. Yeah, mostly anime, but yeah, yeah, should be fun. Yeah, so we'll close out the month with that, and then you know, July will be all sorts of other fun, fun random travels on our nomad journeys. So uh, right. let's take a quick break here before uh, I start yelling about the Joker and how much how good it is so i don't know there's too many things to talk about i there's it's gonna be here for a while so uh let's can we break all, here can we go to break while simultaneously all doing our joker laughs absolutely all absolutely right. all right all right on three down. Right? ready three two one <laughs> <laughs> crazy. It's the Nomads. We're back to talk about The Joker, 2019 film directed and written by Todd Phillips. Just fucking with uh, Scott sorry. Silver. Yep. Scott Silver, what's he do? He helped write this uh, with Todd Phillips. And I didn't know that Todd Phillips is the guy who did uh, most Road well Trip known for the Hangover in the Hangover movie. The Hangover, really? yeah, yeah. The Hangover wow. movies. So weird. He went, yeah. He Scott mostly Silver did comedies Mile. in his uh, portfolio. Oh, really? He wrote Eight yeah. Mile. Interesting. Oh, yeah, apparently helped write Eight Miles. So Interesting. Cool. Yeah, but he's a writer. Uh, he writes stuff, directs it. Yep, very interesting stuff. See, I, it is. We always like our writers that direct as well. Yeah. Um, Always seems to come up with quality material out of this. Yeah. Um, just to touch on some of the some of the wiki notes here. Um, ran for two hours. Uh, we all watched it on HBO Max, which is nice because we didn't have to actually buy a movie. Uh, uh, hold on, it's just <laughs> Max now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Max, <laughs> so they, they took the inner circle and the O from HBO and put it in the A. So stupid. I don't like it. Yeah. And it's a yeah. whole separate app too that you have to download. It's so yep. so dumb. And it's HBO just is just HBO. It. Just yeah. be yourself. But we all know HBO's theme song. You know, like HBO is like that song. You don't know the classic HBO. I just know the I know the bum bum. Yeah. I know that. The bum bum. Oh no 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 no. You got oh my god, you guys. There's an awesome like two minute intro to HBO. And you go into the logo, but it's over this village. It's all. It's. I'll show you guys. I can't. That must yeah, be like back sweet. in the day or something. Back in the day, oh, know, like, like late eighties, early nineties. Huh? It has a cool. Oh, it has a legit theme song for the eighties. Well, now it's now. just Max. All right, meet yeah. Max. And that's where we watch it. But anyways, back to your facts. Uh, yeah. Made on a budget of uh, fifty-five. I don't know how the budget is fifty-five to seventy million. That seems like a, a range of a oh, budget. Really? I read sixty million somewhere, so like right in the middle of that. That's weird. Sounds right. Sure. Um, 
Man, any guess? Oh, you guys have you seen how much this movie made? Dude, it I made know, like over a billion dollars. It's over a billion. Like holy fuck! And most of like, it was overseas. Is, I did not see that coming. Well, billions. this was apparently like the f- was it the first one? I don't know. One of the first rated R movies to make over a billion dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. Is, it has a lot of accolades that it achieved in this, which nominated for a slew of awards. Won a yeah. slew of awards too. Which I mean, I think are all pretty, pretty well deserved. Yeah, um, like Joaquin won for best actor. I think I know it was nominated for best picture. It didn't win, but it was nominated. So like, yeah, yeah, this is no joke. Even the uh, I always like movies that are uh, <laughs> no joke, no jokes <laughs> in this one. It's, it is not a joke. Uh, it's like timepieces, where this was like. Yeah, this is. 19- I thought I figured it was like seventies, nineteen eighty. So appa- late, late yeah, nineteen eighty one. It apparently is dated oh, okay. based on the movies that were uh, out at that time. Because like, there's okay, a, there's a the scene where, where you can and, see uh, Taxi Driver. Yeah, right. So you can see the at one point there's the movie theater and you can see what movies are playing and all those movies came out in nineteen eighty one. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, just the I don't know those worlds where you kind of it's like a little time capsule where you get tossed back in time and. Mm-hmm. See how things were back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into some thoughts, thoughts, questions, comments, concerns. Uh, Eric, mm-hmm. it was your first time seeing this movie. It was. Uh, how'd you How'd you feel about this one? Uh, I wasn't. I don't know. I was going in not knowing what to expect. I knew people some jokes, like, some jokes. <laughs> I knew people liked it, you know, and like I knew that some people didn't like it. Some people thought it was overrated, like the comments said, but. I just went went in for the ride and I really enjoyed it. Like I, yeah, it it takes you to places that I wasn't really expecting. Um, I mean, I guess where it kind of ends up, you know, just because again, it comes with the kind of the territory with it being a Joker story. But what I loved about it is that it was like an original Joker story. They complete they created this Arthur Fleck character, completely original for this movie. And, like, this backstory to the Joker has never been told. It's completely different from, like, the accepted canonical backstory that... That's what I was wondering. I knew it was, like, a different... It's a different Joker than what's in the comics. Right. So, like, I mean, the Joker in the comics is the, like, the main... He has, like, tons of different origin stories. But the main Mm -hmm. one is, like, he fell into a vat of chemicals, got disfigured, and that's what drove him insane. That was the one in Tim Burton's. That's, like in a couple different versions of the Joker, but there's so many different versions of the Joker. Um, and I liked that this one is unique and they focused on like the mental illness route. And like, clearly this is a man struggling with mental illness and he's not <clears throat> getting the help he needs. And we can kind of see how it progresses through the movie. And that's what I really liked about it. But yeah, I thought it was great. I had a, had it well. I don't know if I would say I had a good time with it, but I. Right. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's like it when you watch a, the lighthouse. You, like you don't yeah, know how to exactly. feel at the end. Like I don't. I feel something. I just don't. Right. I don't feel good. I, w- I wasn't like happy after I saw this. You movie, feel kind of dirty because sure. yeah, you're definitely for this guy, even though he is legit killing people. Definitely. Um, but oh, it makes me feel like a psychopath now. But like I had a that's great time. kind put of that, put that clown mask on, Dave. <laughs> But <laughs> oh no, here it comes again. Uh, Dave, what about you? What was your uh, experience? I knew I knew it was gonna be good because um, I heard a lot about 
Joe Kwan Phoenix's uh, Joe Kwan acting, <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix's acting chops in this. I saw the you know tons of nominations or whatever. Yeah, I love me some comic books. I love me some comic book movies. Right. Um, the thing that I <clears throat> really loved about this one, the time pe- time capsule thing in itself, but yeah, it grounded like in most of the Batman stuff, like. Joker's just like a crazy fuck that just comes out of nowhere. This one, the like the grounding in reality and like seeing his growth from like his growth. It humanizes <laughs> him. I don't know. Bit. It do- it humanizes him and gives it like, you know, it makes it just not seem like a comic book movie. It seems like this is like something that could realistically happen yeah. under these set of circumstances and stuff like that. So um Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> kind of like following somebody's descent into madness. It's is kind of like exhilarating and f- fun, but like dark and twisted at the same time. It, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's good. Definitely one of those ones that like, I would absolutely watch again, but uh, I don't know the, the tone and like, there's, you know, it's a movie that you're watching. You're not like sitting on your phone and like playing right. Marvel snap while you, while you watch this, right. like you gotta, it's engrossing. Not that you have to pay attention, but you know, there's a lot of in. those long, yeah, there's a lot of long shots where, you know, there there might not be a lot of stuff happening, but there's, you know, character development and like exposition happening at the same time. What I loved, and like, so. even in those quiet moments, like you could really with the music also helps with this, but like the, you could feel the tension like throughout the mm-hmm. entire movie. Like he could, he could snap <laughs> at any moment, Dude. you know, when he's getting fired and Everything fades out, and you just see the fucking grin on his face, and you know that he's dying inside, mm-hmm. but he can't help but fucking smile. Like, right. Well, oh, his relationship chilling. with his mother. But that tension, Eric, I. So when I first watched the movie, I was just so caught up with um, Joaquin's performance. I mean, how could you not? Right. And I was like, wow, that was a ride. I, I feel crazy right now. But then. Watching it the second time, I can um, pay attention to other things, and I was trying really hard to pay attention to the music. Mm-hmm. And what I was noticing, at least this is what I, I was taking, it was like, it's this cello. the The woman who composed the music, she did, she does, she plays like this cello or whatever. And it's like off. It's just like the timing's off, like, and it's like him trying to fit in, right? And, he, and like it's part of that tension like why can't the song feel good it feels off and like okay well he's crazy but like the music is trying to also tell you that and at the very end of the movie at that point it's he's in harmony with the music and it's beautiful music and he's swaying to it and dancing to it so he's always been trying to do that but the m- music I was noticing was just trying to find its way and the, I think the music was also a big part like a massive layer to this story and i loved it because it really does stop the sound and you hear what's in his head or you see what he wants to see right and you don't know what's real or and i love that believe so, throughout the surprise. entire movie yeah mm-hmm. well not until not until like the the switch like i i watch this with my wife do you guys watch this with anybody with no. the ladies this not, a, a, not a ladies movie loner for me <laughs> like my wife loved it too she thought it was like just the just the acting and the portrayal of it. She's like, I like kind of rooting for this guy now. Like you know, kind of you know, like you said, it was it humanizes him and gives you a little bit more of his backstory other than just some crazy fucker killing people in a right. purple coat. 
Dave, like, you should check you know. out Tarantino's um, opinion on this movie. It's really good. Where he goes into, yeah. like, those are the people who went to the movie theater. That was, like, the ultimate experience of this movie. He says, the movie's good. It's a really good movie. But it's damn right. It's downright genius how good this movie is. If you're in the theater and he talks about it in depth. I won't give it away. But the way he explains it um, was like, oh, wow. Because he's like, you feel like... You were rooting for this guy. You shouldn't be rooting for this guy. And the way that <laughs> no. they made you feel, like you shouldn't all feel like this together, you know, and as a group rooting for this guy because what the hell's going on in the movie, right? They're all rooting. So anyways, it's it's good. Uh, it's check. something I, you know. I think it's like relatable though. It's like that one person, like the one percenter, the rich one percenter are fucking hoarding all their wealth. And like, mm-hmm. I saw some people calling it a socialist movie or something like, like I get it. <laughs> like you're trying to, I don't know. You're trying to shit on like the kill like the, the rich, big, the big yeah. wig. Yeah. Big wigs kind of stuff. But at the same time, I think that's, there's a lot of parallels to that in America right now where like you have a small amount of people with a gross majority of the wealth and like, yeah, man, how long well, is it? That, we're all fucking wearing Joker masks. It's that too. And it kind of focuses on like underprivileged people in you know being swallowed up by a city you know because he's obviously struggling with mental illness throughout this entire movie he's trying to get the help he needs you know he's going to see this social worker he's you know they're providing him with medication that's maybe or may or may not be may helping may him not be right <laughs> <knows>? exactly <laughs> but then uh you know the the funding gets cut to the social services and he's left out in the cold with nothing like he's like okay where can I get my medications now? Who can I talk to? And the social workers like, I'm sorry. I don't, I have nothing for you. You like, know, we're lost our jobs. Like, I don't know. Like I can't help you problems. anymore. Man. Right. And it's all over the place. Like Gotham is a shithole in this version. Like it's got its crime in the other ones. Do what you will with like from different versions. But like in this one, like it seems really bad. The times are really tough. They're super the, rats. And, yeah, super and the, rats. They're there's super a garbage, rats. About there's that. a garbage strike going on. <laughs> what are they like, gonna get? Super cats. Like, yeah. There's just it's garbage fucking... in the streets. Like yeah, yeah it's it's. Crazy. But like the rich, the richest guy in the city is gonna save us all. He's gonna save us. Right. Let him, he's gonna run for mayor and stuff like that. And there's just there's the tension in the city again. I think Gotham is a character. Um, I think the music is a big par- a part of the storytelling in this. Like, I think the production in this movie is outstanding. I don't see the c- critique, like, of, of, like, issues that people had with it. I don't see it. But, like, I loved, I ate everything up. And I truly think it should. It's good. It's better that it's a, uh, a DC film, I think. I think I love this version of Gotham. Yeah, it's it's really cool because, like, it makes it seem like, you know, in the other versions of the Joker... Like you said, he's just like this chaotic figure that is out there to cause chaos just for the sake of chaos. But in this version, Arthur is just a regular guy, has his own problems. He's just dealt trying to fit card. in in life. Yeah, dealt a really bad hand in life. Um, and like he just happened to fall into this like. Cracks of yeah, he, he happened to fall into being like he did one thing. He killed these three rich dudes after he snapped. You know, he was tired of being treated like shit. He just had hey, this. those fuckers had it coming. Like, dude, that scene. Arthur, where Arthur goes, he's just getting the shit kicked out of him. Like, yeah, people are stealing his signs. Well, that's the thing. Fucking with, with the, him. the pistol. Like, what was Arthur's? Like, what was he thinking? Taking it to 
the the kids hospital, children's hospital. And he dropped it. I was like, "What is wrong with you?" I think dude? he just <laughs> he just had it. Yeah, he just had it on him. At and all he's time. just like he's just like <laughs> he's like whoops, oh shit, right? And then he yeah. gets him loses his job. But then he's holding on him, and uh, then he, he takes it on the on those kids in the in the in the subway. But like in it's that all moment, just incidental, you, you, you know. Were you feeling like, yeah, he's protecting himself? Like, he killed them. Like, he he protected himself with maybe the first two. Yeah. But the third one, he hunted down. Well, I think after thing. I think after he, you know, popped his cherry, so to speak, he was, you know, that was his, obviously, that's the turning point of this entire movie. Is, nothing else anyways. Right. He, he, you know, he felt that power. He always felt so powerless in his entire life. He felt weak. He was just getting beat down by... Society and literally, you know, we see it in like one of the first scenes of the movie. Those kids steal his sign and fucking kick the shit out of him. And right. they're like, they're like teenagers. So he feels like he just feels. He probably weighs like defenseless. eighty pounds, soaking wet too. Oh right, he's God. so skinny. How so how skinny. fucking skinny Joaquin got for this? Like that is. Yeah, he lost like fifty something pounds for this movie. Why yeah. can't I do that? <laughs> you want to look like that, Dave? <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. skin and hey. bones. Oh no, I need to go that far, but. Uh, but yeah, he was just, he was just tired of being beat down in his life and, you know, mentally he's, he has all these issues and he just happened. It was wrong place, wrong time. He has this gun on him and he's like, uses it. And that was, yeah, that was was the turning point for him, him. And obviously that was a catalyst that started this whole like Joker Mm. movement, you know? So what did you think about like the pistol making him? dance like there's a thing about him and dancing again the music but like yeah he he there's sometimes we hear and i think most of the time we do here but when he's dancing like he can't help himself like he gets that pistol and he's not doing like you know put him up he's not doing like what you would normally do <laughs> he's like he's like dancing like he feels good like it feels at peace and alive and purposeful and like it's like a different version of him because the other version he just wants to do what he's told which is Make people happy, be happy, make people happy, and, and joke around and stuff like that. But the world's just kicking his ass. But now he's got the pistol, and he's like, he starts to feel good in his own creepy way, like sa- like a safety blanket almost. We're like, you know, like that's you know it's nobody's like, gonna fuck with him if he's got that. So, but is it like it's an attachment to like a mother father because he doesn't he never had a father, and the mother we learn about like what she was really doing to him like he didn't really have. Something like does does he feel safe, like protected and safe with this thing? Like he feels like he found something that's been missing in his life that's going to give him control, purpose, power. Like, it's about I can power, take yeah. people's lives now, right? You know, assholes. Like he, I mean, he he should not be killing any of these people, but he is killing mm. assholes. You know, what I'm saying it's like when people watch Dexter. You're watching this right. guy he, exactly. He's killing horrible people, but he's still killing. It's the same thing, I think. It's you know, but but he is taking out similar. Bad you could you could draw a line like these were just wrist rich assholes. They weren't. I mean, they were they were kicking the shit out of him, but it's not yeah, like they were fucking, for nothing. They weren't. Yeah, they were already f- fucking with the girl on the train too. Yeah, they yeah. were just drunk assholes. Yeah, the, again, it was wrong place, wrong time for them. But you don't know who you're like fucking even with. them. It shows the the dichotomy. There's no like middle ground. It's like the rich assholes, or you're just poor as oh, shit. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Like, like, and you see that when he goes into uh, fuck with uh, what is it, Thomas Wayne? Well, is Thomas the Wayne's dad? the one that kind of divides him when he goes on for like you know that press co- the interview 
after the killings happened because those three kids were the one they worked for him in like oh did they i didn't catch that yeah the the three assholes they were they worked for thomas wayne so he went on the news like doing an interview and he was like yeah you know these people these low lice are just jealous of people who have their lives together and <laughs> he calls them all you know like jokers the calls them clowns yeah calls yeah. them clowns yeah exactly so like that right there he divides he he makes the dividing line between the rich and the poor like not even poor but like middle class and poor and then rich like, is like you don't right even up here. see it though you just see streets full of garbage and then when he goes to the theater or whatever you see everybody in there Right. tuxedos and they're eating nice food and like they have everything taken care of and you got people that can't afford health care yeah. you know exactly. it's like yeah it's a big i don't know but this is supposed to be our good, good this is batman's dad this is like the good guy these are the good guys but like the way they portray them is just he's like i don't even know the kids portray him as not, a complete asshole. They, yeah 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 he didn't even know like the kids that got killed though you know he says in that no. press conference um but yes uh elitist stuff um yeah what did you what did you think about the arthur and his mom's like relationship where like he's bathing his mom he's like living with her she's crazy (laughs) i think that's the only person in his life that he really had that cared about him so he was kind of you know he was there for her she needed someone it was a you know a i don't know what the word i'm looking for is um symbiotic relationship symbiotic yes symbiotic yeah yeah. so like she needed him to take care of him he needed her because she was like the only person in his life that loved him he had nowhere else to go so like they were just kind of a pair did he repress all of those childhood memories at some point like he must he seemed to he seemed to not have known the boyfriend beat the fuck out of him and he was found tied to a radiator so like seems like a pretty big memory to yeah. Hard to forget. Repressed, I, yeah. Too young to remember. Like I don't know. I don't know how brain damage. You know, like he's that not too. normal. Yeah. Like he's got this uncontrollable laugh. Like he's not funny. You know, like he's he's awkward. Um, it's like the, the funny, <laughs> like, like the laugh and like the funny crazy part almost comes like a combination of like the mom always saying that he was there to put joy into the world and smile and be a happy face, but then like he's also kind of fucking crazy. Kinda. He is pretty you know he's got some loose ends that need tying but i think that kind of they kind of play into each other and then at a certain point throughout the movie we realized that previous scenes that we had seen are only in his head like um because we don't know that some of the shit like the the girl that lives in the building yeah the whole relationship with sophie yeah her like that entire thing is just in his head and like they don't they don't show that until after like all of the dates and everything. And he just walks into her apartment and sits on the couch. Well, I kind of got what, that. In- that's when the wife or my wife goes like, holy shit, like all the th- things was made up. And I'm like, oh, my God, it yeah. was. Dude, Isn't it when, great? It, when it first started, I sort of had that inclination because like when he's in the comedy club, right? He's he's bombing. He's like he can't get a joke out. She's he's li- laughing listening. hysterically. He's, you know and he's he's trying to get a joke out and then like all of a sudden the music swells up and then he he's like you know has his arms out and people are clapping so that's the point where he's like imagining things in his head like oh this the night went great i had a great date with this girl you know all this that's what de niro's character is doing in the uh king of comedy he keeps fantasizing about how things are going to play out Mm -hmm. and it's like these ridiculous things where like it's it's like these 
yeah situations and that's that's what he's doing um but like i thought they did a really good job with it because like it's supposed to do the whole um fight club kind of tyler durton thing you know on you really like, oh my god i didn't see that coming and yeah that's i felt they, for, for the first it's time it's cool I, yeah oh, I, fight I, club spoiler warning i definitely fell for it too because they had time to watch they drag movie. they drag it out because like sophie's there in the hospital too like when his mom was in the hospital she's like comforting him you know Do you want me to get you coffee right she went yeah and they're like you know they're hanging out they're Stage you know baby, i'm like oh baby. you know i feel i felt happy for him i'm like oh you know he found someone he can have a relationship with and then yeah that that moment when he goes into his apartment it all just comes or into her apartment it all comes crashing down well didn't so which this is the only part of the movie where i'm like how did he do this where he's just not being caught like he there's some there's some things where i had like multiple parts of this movie where i'm like how is he not getting caught like yeah, when he's sneaking what? into like the movie theater and like all that shit. Yes, oh, that, yeah. that that part specifically. He's wearing like a suit and they yeah. just stand around. What if somebody asks him for something? Like, hey, can you show me? He's like, oh, I gotta follow, you know, Mister Wayne over there. But then he goes in the bathroom. Um, well, there's anyway. the big riot, and then there's there's guards all over. But he just hap- he just happened to squeeze through, and there's an unguarded, yeah. unlocked side well, door. And I'm yeah. like, well, that? the unguarded unlocked door is something, but like there is literally like a cop gets pulled into the crowd and everybody's attention goes yeah. there and he just kind of skirts. Around. Little plot. This is what the fucking him. Joker but, does. Whatever. Well, whatever. Like, I mean, I don't. Joker's I mean, got no superpowers. He's no, just fucking. I can crafty. accept that. I can that's accept shit. that. That's like nitpicking. We're like, you know, how yeah. could we? Do? But anyways, he does go in. He does uh, confront who he thinks is his father. He's falling for his mom's like lie here. Is and it really his father? It's, it's not, not his dad. It's all made no. up. They're like, yo, we. she worked for us, yes. She she adopted you, but then she went crazy. And we haven't worked with her since because you're, you're, she went crazy. But, like, it was all over the news. There was all these, like, headlines I saw the of him being... picture at the end. Well, because like, we get it all from, like, the files that he gets from the Arkham Asylum or whatever. But, but the one thing, like, towards the end when he's putting on his makeup to go to the show or whatever, he sees a picture of his mom and he flips it over and it's there's like a signature from thomas wayne on the back of it i mean at at one point i think they were together but she's not like he's not they never had a kid together like it was in between when she adopted him and when they were together that she like started going crazy he goes and investigates and he finds the files and he steals it he he does find the proof of it that they were like uh, Alfred was telling the truth when, at the gate when he was trying to like you know. Uh, Wait, was that Alfred? I didn't even think yeah. of that. Yeah, uh, they said, yeah, they said Alfred. Yeah. Oh, I, um, <laughs> I didn't even but put anyways, that there. he's so, so young. But but uh, but um, Master Bruce, Alfred, he, not Alfred, um, Arthur, Arthur confronts who he thinks is his father, and his father's like, "No, dude," and then he's like, "You're not my son. Stay away from my punches him in the nose." And at that point. I think at that point he's like, I have to kill my mom, right? He goes, he kills his mom, and then he goes on a straight up killing spree, and that's like the end of Arthur, as he was for up to oh, that yeah. point. And then he starts turning into this the Joker, mm-hmm. I think. Can I help you, pal? I don't know what to say. Do you want an autograph or something? No. My name is Arthur. Penny Fleck is my mother. Jesus. 
You're the guy that came to my house yesterday. Yes. I'm sorry, I just showed up, but my mother told me everything, and I had to talk to you. Look, pal, You're... I'm not your father. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Look at us. I think you are. Well, that's impossible, because you were adopted, and I never slept with your mother. I mean, what do you want from me, money? No, I don't. I wasn't adopted. Jesus, she never told you? Told me what? Your mother adopted you while she was working for us. That's not true. Why are you saying that? That she was arrested and committed to Arkham State Hospital oh, when you were just a little boy. Why are you saying this? I don't need you to tell me lies. I know it seems strange. I don't mean to make you uncomfortable. I don't know why everyone is so rude. I don't know why you are. I don't want anything from you. Maybe a little bit of warmth. Maybe a hug, Dad. How about just a little bit of fucking decency? What is it with you people? You say that stuff to my mother? She's crazy. <laughs> you think this is funny? <laughs> Dad, it's me. <laughs> Touch my son again, I'll fucking kill you. I thought it was when, yeah, the la the like the last crack I think was when he got the when he got the files and he found out that he was adopted and that his mom, like, had all these horrific things happen to him and it seems like that's like everything comes rushing back where he kind of realizes that and how did he end up like, back everything with her? Everything is a lie. Like Gotham fucked up. Like mm -hmm. he should not have gotten back general. in her custody ever. Right. Right. As a narcissist, like she just ruined his life, and he is the way he is because of, <laughs> <laughs> of what she did. Just, um, Sorry, Dave is such a good. You kind of your laugh kind of reminds me of. Um, I have a condition. I can't you, help it. It reminds me of Bioshock. Uh, it does. Welcome to the Circus of Value. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty good. It's very creepy, jokery. Yeah. Um, would you guys so, think of the? Uh, I guess I don't know. I know some people were complaining a little bit about like the Batman connection being sort of shoehorned in. I didn't think. I think I thought they did just fine because like I get it. It's the like producers a go side piece. You gotta put Batman in yeah. some way. I was like, well, how about he's you a got kid little Bruce? And... Yeah. Yeah, a little it's Bruce fine. In there. It didn't bother well, me, uh, you know. And tying in, it almost tied into the Tim Burton Batman movie because, uh, kind of, because kinda, in the Tim yeah. Burton one, the Joker kills his parents, but yeah. in this one, he's like the he's the instigator. He's for basically the, the cause of it, the catalyst of why. Yeah, but it did have a lot of similarities there, like the pearl necklace getting ripped off. Yeah, and, I, know, like I, I like that. I like that. That was iconic, close yeah. shots. Like, listen, like we we're gonna eventually get to this part of the conversation about DC, right? Right. And um, of course, and I th I think I think all of this is sorely needed in the comic book uh, genre. Like it's DC, just... my I mean, you've said this before. This is how DC can differentiate themselves from Marvel. Go the darker route. Go super villain with the origin gritty stories. The more... The more the gritty more side based of in reality kind of thing. Yeah. Do this yeah. to the penguin. Do Marvel, this to the Riddler. Marvel does the blockbuster summer fun, like action-y movies. DC can focus on these like character studies and like these darker origin stories and like these grittier, you know, show the show the ugly side of Gotham, you know. And I that's that's the kind of stuff that I want out of right. superhero. 
superhero and, stuff. Yeah. Right. Where Batman becomes like your uh, Thanos. You're building up to the big fight. Right. But, like you're, you don't want him to win, but he's Batman. He's the good guy. But like, what if Batman is like a complete, like kind of a jerk a little bit. He's just like too Captain Righteous or something like that, you know? And you, you, you sympathize with like Arthur and uh, I'm sorry, the Joker, I guess at this point, you know, like it could be done. It could be done. It could be done. Not fucking Flash, the Wonder Woman, but that's boring. Yeah. Like, that's boring. It's been done. It's uh those ones have a kind of a template that go with them where yeah. like oh know, no I, I Wonder Woman don't bit. die oh man oh she doesn't die in <laughs> right. the first movie for a while they were like big on origin stories now thankfully they just kind of skip those in a lot of these movies or whatever like we don't need to see Spider Man getting bitten by the fucking spider for the fiftieth time yeah like we're good but yeah it's it's kind of cool I wish they would they do have a lot of stuff in the DC universe where I wish they would get away from the main things and start focusing on some of the side, like some of the other side random stuff that they have. Like we saw like peacemaker got his own show on HBO and I haven't, yeah. I've only watched a little bit of that, but I've heard that that's great. Dude, the suicide like, squad, the second one, the one um, that gun yeah. did is good and it makes the bad guys fun. You know, mm-hmm. there are a lot of silly, silly ass fucking DC, uh, villains like as we we've, seen, we've all played injustice or whatever like yeah captain cold and like yeah. like some of the weirder ones like you know they're fine or whatever there's a gorilla they're a little, they're a little hokey gorilla grod <laughs> yeah that would a... be kind of cool to see a super smart <laughs> right. intelligent ape that but in this version planet this is like very dark very gritty and i think i just i keep talking about gotham here but like just keep remembering, like this version of Gotham would create these other ver- like these characters. Like I think Arthur was created because of the Gotham, right? It's like a pressure cooker. So like, what eventually it's gonna pop? It's gonna make some- yeah. So what's it gonna do to somebody who's got a born with like this disfigured but intelligent the Penguin, right? So like maybe he does be go-, go into politics or whatever, becomes a drug lord or whatever. But like, let's see that version. Um, I think there's so much they could do here. Penguin really movie do. would be good. I- I'll give you that. Penguin does get shit on, poor guy. He was pretty cool in the the Batman movie that they had uh, Pattinson in it, where Colin Farrell played him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. cool he did a great job there too. Yeah. Um, I do have I do have like some random like, uh, I don't know what we're gonna call them questions that we're still asking after the Joker. It's a good Screen Rant article about it. But do you guys think that did Arthur kill uh his quote unquote girlfriend when he left like? Is is she still alive? I he doesn't her? he does not kill bad people. I'm sorry, he doesn't kill innocent people. He's not. He's still like he doesn't never. He never kills anybody uh, that doesn't deserve it with quotations. But like, I don't think he, he let, had. A, I don't he think he had a reason to kill her. He doesn't. Yeah, he didn't have a reason to kill her. You know, I think he just came to the realization like everything, all the shit was in my head. And then he just left abruptly. And I... he was saying bye to her because it was from another life where he wanted right. to be normal. He wanted to get a job. He wanted to be funny. He wanted to believe that Bruce Wayne was his. Or, um, sorry, Wayne Bruce Wayne's Thomas. dad. Thomas Wayne was his dad. Like they would fall in love. You know, she would be his girlfriend. But I think he just was like he knew where to go. Yeah, he's on a killing spree right now. He just killed his mom. He just got slapped, punched in the face by like who he thought was his dad. He's cracked. He's on his medications. I think he just went there because she was the only thing in that life left. But no way he would kill her. No way. Yeah, okay. I, if he didn't I, kill I didn't Gary, catch that, but 
He ain't gonna kill but her. The, all right, end of the movie. Does did he kill the nurse that he was talking to? He yes. walks away with the you bloody footprints. The bl- well, killed yeah. her totally. Did I don't know why he her. killed her, but yeah. The same, like that's the. Well, I think this the is thing. like you never know. I think it was like you said. I mean, at that point when he went into uh, Sophie's house, he wasn't like full Joker yet. But I think now, like when he got to you know Arkham, he uh, yeah, I think he's he's just like he's got nothing left to lose. Well, hold you know? on though, hold on though, because you're making me think about something. He goes to her house. You realize it's all been in his head. She's scared the fuck out of. She's like, "Do you want me yeah. to um, do you want me to call your mom?" And he's just like, doesn't say anything because she's dead, and no cops come to the house. Like she didn't call the cops. She was just like scared. Like wow, that was fucking scary. Like I left my door unlocked. He came into my house. So now I'm wondering. I don't think he would, but like, why didn't nah, she? I don't call the cops on him. It was a creepy-ass thing what he did. I don't think he would Because he turns around and he goes like this to her. Remember? That's how the scene ends. He puts his fingers to his head because that was like the inside joke that she did with him. Right. He did back to her. But like, I don't know. Now I'm starting to, yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. I don't, I still don't think so, but there, yeah. It's open to interpretation. It's a good one. It's an interesting Ah, I think yeah, he did. Touch. Yeah, I think he did kill uh, that nurse at the end, though. Like you said, the bloody footprint, and like he's just like full Joker now. You know, yeah, he's just like, there even, to cause chaos. Yeah, even you get to the the end when he's in Arkham Asylum or whatever, and like God love uh, Joe Quan Phoenix for how many cigarettes he smoked this Joe movie. Kwan. I know. I'll say it. I'm still trying to say it different every time. Um, but like. Did the entire movie just take place in his head? Has he been in the fucking psych ward this entire time? I mean, could be. Yeah. I don't could know. Be. Maybe. But but that's what's fun about this movie is that it is. Like, where is what was real and what wasn't? Honestly, once you know that that it can be distorted or broken, you know, once you've been lied to, it's just like, well, now I don't know what is yeah. <laughs> right, real, and isn't. Like, was this was his sign really stolen? Was another question. Like, is that whole sign stealing thing just in his head? Because when. It's true. He tells his boss that, like, you figure you'd bring back the pieces of the sign to, like, the people and be like, hey, I guess I got the shit beaten out of me. But you know, I think he just, he he, at that point, he just he, gets up and walk away. He was just so defeated. Like, he knew that it, no matter what he told his boss, I don't think he would have believed him, you know? The piano, so like, like, get that piano player to stick up for you. The piano player was sitting there the whole time. Be like, yo, we saw him chase these kids. He, he was mad. He was mad that he left or something like that, I think. The other bit, I don't know. Just, yeah. <laughs> don't work for haha. I forget what the company was like. Haha clowns or something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. That is creepy and sad to be a clown in the early 80s in Gothic. You, not a great gig. No. Yeah. Not nice. at all. Nice. All right. Yeah. Um,. What else do you guys like from this movie? There's all sorts of... I think there's some really good scenes in this movie. Um, I think I think when... Uh, God, what... Dude, we didn't even talk about Murray, like the Murray show at all. You know? Well, well we can get Robert to that. Robert De Niro, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, I just wanted to go back to uh, Gary and the other guy that gave the pistol to oh, yeah. Arthur. When they came over, they were checking. I was like, hey, we heard about your mom dying. You know, we just want to check in on you. Here's a bottle and all that stuff. And... You think it's all genuine and like, man, this is what Arthur really needs kind of thing, right? But this is, again, 
what Ar- this is not what Arthur needs, where the guy's just like trying to get information. It's like, an ulterior. There's an ulterior motive. Yeah, for sure. Gary, like Gary's just been, it, totally innocent. It's like he was genuinely checking. Out. I was like, yeah, let's check in on this guy. But the other guy was Randall. Like, you're my, you're, yeah, Randall, you're my boy, Arthur. You know, but like, uh, you, you, were you talking? They, they <laughs> want to know you, you know, I knew that he, guy he, was getting gonna oh, fucking die. Oh yeah, from the moment he backstabbed him, from the moment he he gave had him, he put the he had the scissors on him. Yes. Yes, yeah. and he fucked him over. He's like, because you're, you're selfish. You're, you're part of the person. problem. If it was a fucking midget, you'd be in jail right now. <laughs> anyway, um, Hoyt said that uh, they talked to you, and now they're looking for me. And I just want to know what you said. Make sure our stories line up, seeing yeah. as how that's You're important. my boy, and you know, it uh, makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Thank you, Randall. Thank you so much. I just want to. I mean, before Arthur was like, when he got fired, he was just like, oh, Randall gave me the gun. You know, I, I killed those guys. And <laughs> Randall's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, yeah, this, it was definitely an ulterior motive to, to go. He's like, he was trying to get info. Like, did you talk to anyone? Tell anyone else that I gave you that gun? So, yeah. When he comes back into the room, Arthur saw right goes, that. I forgot to punch out. Yeah, he just crazy. starts pounding on the fucking machine. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that is good. That was like, good. That was a good joke. That's classic, yeah, like, crazy oh, joker, like, fucking self, self-harm self hilarity. Like, this is... This but, is like, when, uh... So, when he, when he kills <laughs> Randall, right? He just, like, sits down. And, uh, Gary's just over there, just, like, freaking out. <laughs> He's just, like... He's like, don't worry, like, Gary, you can don't go. Look. And he tries to leave. Just he has go. to walk by. Oh, God, Arthur. Oh, no. He's just, like, freaking out. And he even goes up to the door. Ah! And he, he can't get the door. He can't reach it. Arthur, he's just like, huh? What? Is it, can you let me out? I'm like, and that's kind of, that's, oh, yeah. that's some dark comedy there. But, like, well, as first, he's going by, he, like, jumps at him. Yeah, he gives him a little he already, scare. He already scared him a little bit, but then he's laughing. And he's like, you're always good to me. And then he kisses him on the head okay. and he lets him out. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Gary. Gary? Yeah. You were the only one that was ever nice to me. Yeah. Joker's got a, I mean, it gives him a heart of gold. Like he's not he's not murdering kids, he's not murdering the know. innocent. Yeah. Like genuinely good people. At least at that point. Uh, like, not at that point. He's more like a the Later. leader of a violent class but, war. Yeah. Like, and you know, maybe the doctor at the end is also just part of the problem. Like maybe she's just not maybe she didn't really pay attention to his name. He's just like, You you're all in on it. And like I you know, maybe he sees her as one of them, who knows? Could be. But yes. Could be. But yeah, the the going to the Murray show is great. It's really intense. It's really uh, yeah, probably spectacular like, acting. My favorite scene. Can we in the movie. like 
the lead up to that though, like um, like you can see his he's spiraling, and you know he's oh, lost his mom. Oh. The girlfriend's gone. He just murdered some dude in his apartment. Gets dressed up and he goes and like the cops show up as he's like dancing down the steps. Oh, and this was dude. one of my favorite scenes was the cops and... chasing him and then he getting into the subway and then oh yeah like you can see like V for Vendetta shit going on. There, yes, man. Yeah. that's what I that's what I was thinking a lot about there in this. Just it's like the all the masks. Yep. The masks go down and nobody knows who is who and uh, like you can see like I don't know in the books and the movies he's always got like these Joker cronies that are always just like. Just like dudes willing to do the Joker's like fucking dirty work, and like this, gi- right. this gives it some grounding, and it gives it some like real right. like that's why he's an inspirational leader to these fucking poor underprivileged people who are just like sick of the rich people's shit. Yeah, and they, they don't know, know it's gonna... him until he says it, until he confesses it. Yes, but there's not been a face to this person. They just know he as a guy that's dressed up as a clown killing uh, the one percent, like the rich, the richer class. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just the three kids on the subway, right? That's the only one that essentially we have so far. Like, yeah, then, I mean, that's that. Those were like the the most public ones. Like yeah. he, like yeah, he, Randall he and killed other people. Obviously, yeah, up to this point, but like that was the catalyst for the whole the whole movement and everything. The the cops <laughs> keep interrogating him. They visit him at the hospital. It's like, hey, we want to ask you more questions. And he's just like, like, can, can you just leave me guy. alone? My mom is like, my mom is sick, right? She had a stroke. And then uh, he gets to leave and he walks into the door. That's so good. The glass door. And, it, and he starts waving at it. And they're like, it's a, it's an exit only. I was wondering if that was like a, a mistake that they just left in or something. Because like, it seems so, just so out of nowhere. It's good. It was funny though. Yeah. That was a good joke. Is it real? Some sort of clown thing. A clown thing? Yeah. I mean, it's part of your act. What do you think? It's exit only. But like, it's the like there is a lot of dark humor just kind of sprinkled in yes. throughout it, and I love love mm. me some good dark humor. Um, but yeah, when we get to, (laughs) sorry, it was just, I I don't know. I'm looking at some of these scenes and like, he crawls inside of the refrigerator at one point. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. What a sad scene. Like he needed to like, he needed to just be left alone. Solitary confinement. Yeah. Which makes me, it was over. Everything was spiraling at that point. Which, the camera work, my God, like, I was noticing the camera work because, like, it's a long scene. It's just kind of just there. But then when he takes everything and he goes in, the cameraman kind of starts wobbling a little bit like he's Yeah, I saw that. I, I thought it felt very unnatural. I don't know. Like, I, I really like the camera work in this movie. There's really, really good shots. Um, yeah, I, I, I ate this movie up. Like, I, I love this movie. Yeah, that was a good scene. I forgot about that one. Oh, all sorts of, like, I don't know. Every, every kind of little weird but thing. when he, but yeah, so he gets chased by the cops. He's got the suit on, whatever. He, he, um, gets to the show. They call him. He's like, hey, we we want you to come in and all that stuff. And he meets uh, Murray. Um, 
you know, he says, introduce me as the Joker, all that stuff. And we're thinking, because he was role-playing a little bit, and he's going to pull the, at one point he's going to do a knock-knock joke and then shoot himself, right? Right, right. And we have that, in, like, plan, the, like, this is part of, I guess, the genius of the scene, but, like, we already think, we, we know how it's going to go. He's going to kill himself in front of everybody. Well, that's the thing. I liked, I love the scene so much because I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, I I had a feeling of what was going to happen. I knew something. I knew something was going to happen. But I think that was why the scene was so effective, you know, because you could feel, again, throughout the entire movie, you could feel the tension of, you know, something is about to happen, but I don't know what or when. So I think, like, the anticipation. Well, they build on that. Because he's got such high expectations. Like, you know, they right. they build, what is his name, Murray or whatever, from, the, like, the very yeah. beginning. You know, he looks up to him as a father figure. Oh, when he, in his imagination, when he picks him out, I was like, you, put the camera on that guy. <laughs> yep. And they have a, <laughs> a two-minute conversation on live TV. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's like that that build-up to Man the, of the scene. Hums. And, you know, you know he's cracked. And, like, once the... Like, he tries to play it good in the beginning, but, like, once things start to spiral on the show, like, he just he fucking leans into it and he goes with the goes with the flow. But uh, it's that point of not knowing when he's going to snap or what, how Dude, he's going to he snap. His, when he comes out, like he takes his time, he's smoking the cigarette, he, like, kisses that woman that, like, the guest that's like, Love doctor on the show. He yeah, is, he was he was eating up the steam, shit. You know? Yeah, he's hamming it up and he's watched yeah. it his whole life. Like he's practiced it. He knows what to do. He knows the cues. He knows he knows how. I it think works. what also what was cool was because I feel like you could see him like in his mind deciding what he wanted to do in that moment because like you said he was rehearsing to do the knock knock joke and kill himself, but he like. In the moment, he decided, like, no, I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm just going to fucking Murray tell was Murray was egging him. Like, he was, like, yeah. poking him. Right. And he was, like, shaming him. And he's just like, why? Like, like if it was me, you walk right over me. But these three kids, like, why? Yeah. You know, he just, just like, admits why on live TV, like, yep, I killed these three dudes. And then, and yeah, Murray so, like, kept rolling with it. Flamboyant about it, he says, "And it was me." He was so like proud of himself, and he was just like acting like an old school like actress, just just like, "Aren't I a Murray?" Yeah, he's yeah, he's just like acting so elegant and like I don't know, he was he was like trying to act like something, you know, and I was just like very interesting. But then he gets upset. He sees through Murray yelling. He sees through Murray's shit at a certain point because like. Obviously, it's like American Murray's, Idol, bro. Murray's hey, one of the bad guys. The bad singers and, make, and like yeah. making famous by being like making fun of them. And he's just like, that's not nice. Yeah, he makes he makes his fucking exactly. show okay. making fun was, of other people. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, just exactly. you know, it's been a rough few weeks, Murray. <laughs> Ever since I killed those three Wall Street guys. Okay, I'm waiting for the punchline. There's no punchline. It's not a joke. You're serious, aren't you? You're telling us you killed those three young men on the subway? Mm-hmm. And why should we believe you? You got nothing left to lose. Nothing can hurt me anymore. <laughs> My life. 
is nothing but a comedy. Well, let me get this straight. You think that killing those guys is funny? I do. And I'm tired of pretending it's not. Comedy is subjective, Murray. Isn't that what they say? All of you, the system that knows so much, you decide what's right or wrong the same way that you decide what's funny or not. Well, okay, I, I think I, I might understand that you did this to start a movement, to become a, a symbol. Come on, Murray. Fucking Murray, he deserved it. Arthur wasn't going to well, take that. Was a good that, joke. that was a good joke, I'll give him that. <laughs> it was fucking dark and nasty. But the, that moment was still, like, shocking. You know, when you, like, like you said, Brandon, the way that they shot it, because they, like... They pulled the camera out like you were almost in the audience viewing it when he actually pulled the gun out and shot him. Yeah. So, like, from that perspective, oh, yeah. and you could see everything, like, for some reason, that was just so much more effective, you know, with the way that they shot it. And, like, they, it's like you were watching it on live TV happen. Right. Like, yes. imagine, they're, they're trying to put it in perspective, like, Imagine if you saw this happen on live TV and how fucking crazy it would be. Like. Dude, he goes to it grab was the so camera. real looking. Yeah, he's like dancing and seeing he doesn't know what to do. And he's sitting there and he's like tweaking yeah. or something. It's crazy. He goes to the camera. And... Dude, it was just... It felt uh, real. It did. It really it, did. It, it felt yeah. real. And there's that one joke he sees in the book that is kind of like a undertone for the movie. It's, I hope my death makes more sense than my life. But it's... It's like fucking play on words, and it's. I'd explain this to my wife, but it's like you know, <laughs> like he's worth more in death than he is in in life and sense. And there's no, you know, he has no sense in his life, mm -hmm. sense of purpose. Yeah. Or whatever. Oh yeah. Like the double entendre and the like. It it's it's a funny joke. Like I get you. Like for the his Joker, jokes like are bad good. and good at the same time. Yeah. Yes. They're yeah. clever, oh, but they're bad. Right. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how else to put that one. But that's like the one that I I use in uh, in the intro. Like, like everybody thought I wasn't gonna make it, but like no one's like they were used to laugh at me because I want to be a comedian. Well, no one's laughing now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but they're supposed to be because you're a comedian. Like they're 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 good. Um, yeah, I I gotta give credit to this guy. Um, the the uh, was it Todd Phillips? Todd that, Phillips. That, yeah. That, yeah. Um. I'm familiar with his work, but I don't know. I remember when Scorsese did Shutter Island. Like I like when a director. I mean, we've seen it with uh with a um, Jordan Peele. You know, got great in comedy, but he's also great at doing horror. You know, and uh, or thriller or whatever. So uh, I like when a when a you get somebody known from one genre and go goes does another. Hey. He, I mean, yeah. he, he yeah, helped absolutely. He helped write Borat, like. Oh, how was that? Really? Todd Phillips that helped write Borat. Oh yeah. wow, he was part of the story writer on Borat. Which... He's a creative guy. I was gonna say, so, yeah, he road yeah, trip, old school, hangover career movies. was comedies. Yeah, yeah, and like, so, like doing I mean, something like this, this movie's is a comedy a... too. I mean, there's some, yeah, definitely yeah. some dark humor oh, yeah. in it. It's, I mean, yes, this, his whole life is a comedy, comedy of mm -hmm. follies. Yeah, so yeah, that's what he says. I mean, we've got the we've got the DC reboot coming up. Let's start to kind of start to wind this down before we shoot each other on uh, on stage. Um, 
you got DC reboot coming up. We have the new movie. Uh, what is it called? Joker. Folly Adieu. The subtitle was yeah, something French. Folly Adieu, which means yeah. um, it'll have um, Lady Gaga. Lady Harley Gaga is Harley Quinn. Which Harley Quinn, is fucking, you, Harley Quinn. I was which waiting was for her to pop up somewhere towards the end of this movie. I was but hoping to see her, but she would make because... a good. She would make a good Harley Quinn. She would. I'll give her that. She would. She That's can act and good. she can sing. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. And she's crazy enough to like. She's got like that craziness in her. She's really yeah. No, she's perfect pick for it. Um, Mister J. But it's like a good. It's a good move, DC. It's a good move because we're always seeing Batman movies, and that's a good guy. And we're always seeing like Harley Quinn and people like her, but we don't know what to do. How can we get them together? Well, don't do Batman then. Do this Arthur character, yeah. Arthur Fleck, and like we're already prime. We already like him. We're already ready to like Harley Quinn again. So like, it's just I think it's very clever. I I, I hope it's good. I hope it's a success, and I hope DC pauses a little bit and thinks about what they might have here. Well. Let's just let's pause there. We have the Flash movie that comes out in a couple weeks, which looks know, which, which looks is good, gonna, but it looks more like Marvel, which looks more yeah, like yeah, like a regular superhero movie. Summer block. Turn your brain off. Oh, is that Michael Keaton? That was cool. That was a good movie. Yeah. I can't believe they got Michael Keaton back. And I was like, yeah, well, like how many times are we gonna fucking do this? Like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. And if it's a good yeah. movie, it's a good movie. But like, it's. We've already seen sure. it in some way or another. I, I mean, I, I, I to to an extent, like we have already seen this with Taxi Driver and, Which and is, um, the King Comedy with the Joker. But I'm just saying, it's cool how they're using this movie to reboot the the rebooting the DC universe with this movie. Essentially, they could with with doing the multiverse. Right essentially, whatever. Yeah, they have the Blue Beetle movie that's coming out. They have another Aquaman movie that's coming out. Those look like they're going to be essentially more superhero movies. Then the Joker comes out. Uh, it says fall of next year, so we'll see about that. Yeah, it's twenty twenty four. I think that I think with this one they were like they were definitely experimenting, you know. Um, and I don't know. I think the experiment paid off, in my opinion. And like, they should go with this. It's like they're trying to divide their audiences almost. Like they have this version of. You know, superhero movies, the darker, more serious <laughs> character studies. But then they have, uh, like, <laughs> they, they're trying, they're still trying to keep pace with Marvel. You but know? no, as, as we go down the line, we got super, like, Superman Legacy movie. We have Batman Part Two, which comes out mm. um, in 2025, which who knows what the, what's going to be going on there. They, at that point, I mean, I guess they could tie in the Joker into the Batman franchise and give Joe Kwan Phoenix a, uh, a run at it. That would be interesting to see. I could certainly see that happening. I don't know if we have any details on that. Um, this here, it says there's a movie called the authority, the brave and the bold, which looks like another Batman movie, Supergirl so, swamp thing. But, Blah, don't blah, we blah, 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 blah. don't right exactly like we can see hollywood struggling with their movies right now like there are big movies that come out and they make a lot of money i was struggling with original ips but like there's nothing original coming out these days and i think right comic books and are like, one of the last lands of like shit that people haven't seen yet but like what I'm saying is like even with the things that were, were like we can't escape comic book movies, right? But at least in the comic book movies, 
Hollywood, let's get creative, you know, then that's, I don't know what else they can do. Cause like Marvel's not really doing that at all. Maybe they did. They tried it with like, maybe like that new mutants or whatever. It was a little, it was dark. That, it was, I don't know. It, was it wasn't dark, very superhero-y, I, I guess. And it didn't really land, I guess. I don't know. We talked about it, but, but like DC with the Joker, with a great actor, uh, like, like this is just different, and different is good. It's a, yeah, it's a, a more and, of an artistic an take on the on the genre rather than just like summer blockbuster special effects yeah. version of these movies. Yep. But I've always been a DC fan of uh, Firestorm, which nobody's okay. probably ever fucking heard of because nope, it's just a it's just a random DC guy who has like nuclear powers, and he's like two personalities of people fused together through fusion and they're both in the same body, but it's two minds in the same body. Is he in, um, injustice? Too? He is in injustice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's like, uh, the young kid in the, uh, uh, the old man. Yeah. And the old man, the, uh, scientist or whatever. Yeah. He's got flames coming out of his head. It looks fucking cool. Yeah. But I don't know how you, how you turn that into an artistic movie. That's more of probably a summary blockbuster one, but I don't know. There's all sorts of weird shit in DC's catalog that they could, pull from i don't know if i necessarily want to see a swamp thing movie but i don't know i could see you could you could do something pretty cool it could be like a horror movie or something like that, that would be know, pretty like, cool where like that. he's good but he's kind of scary you know like he's the swamp thing he's like, good. it's not like steve <laughs> you know hey there's steve like it's swamp thing like yeah that's fucking scary dude. fucking dude in the swamp i don't know um, anything else you boys want to touch up on here before, <laughs> before, I don't know. He shoots vines out of his <laughs> arms and makes mossy things. I don't, I don't ever really got the, the whole swamp thing thing. Um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to touch on here? We ripped through the plot. We talked about the acting. We've talked about the music, talked about the funny jokes, jokes and jokes and jokes. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we've pretty much covered, uh, everything there is to talk about with this one. I think uh, I'm I'm glad I watched it for sure. Um, I'm glad yeah, you guys I, liked it. Oh my yeah, god! Okay. Is there something I don't know wrong how like, I really like this movie? <laughs> let's touch on this real quick before we bounce out. This will be our last little topic here. People saying that this movie is overrated. Like, is it just? I the, think it's the just pushing people, against pushing against the artisticness of it. I think people love to hate things that are popular and successful. Yes, that's kind of what I was thinking as well. But like, the, you know, a, like a hipster, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, maybe it that's it. I don't like it. Maybe, maybe people just again, like some of the the uh, Twitter comments said, like the story was, you know, run of the mill or you know, sophomoric was one of the words I don't that see was how used. It's like not but... smart. Which, yeah, but that yeah, but people could say that, but then go like watching uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie, and like that's fucking the same fucking shit. Like, it's yeah. very sophomoric in story. Like, there's not. Much I don't agree. Really I not... think. Yeah, I don't agree with. I think there was really good character development throughout this entire movie. You know, it's just it's a character study. It's it's focused on the Joker as a character, how he becomes the Joker, what leads him, you know, what leads him to it, and what how yeah. his life. You know, not everybody's gonna like the life. same thing. No, yeah, led to this. Tragedy, There's people so. out there that don't like is... Jaws or, or Jurassic Park. Like they exist. Like if people don't like the Joker, like I can see. It is I a darker. People don't like the darker flavor of 
comic book. It could movie. be like it's a little more serious, a little more grounded, a little. Could be that people were expecting, you know, like this is a completely original take on the Joker. So maybe people, I don't know if it's like big DC fans that know all the ins and outs of all the the stories and stuff. If they, you know, they don't like the this original take on it, but. I don't, I don't get know. the overrated. I do. I do agree with you though. Like, over like not caring for it. Like, hey, that was really good. Not for me. Yeah. And here and here's my issues. But like to say it's overrated. Like I I do kind of like struggle to understand. Like, but like it it, it how is it overrated? Overrated means like you said it to be here, and I go see it, and it's not. And I'm like, like am I crazy? Because like you go yeah. see this movie, and you're like wow, it delivers on everything that everybody was raving about. It looks good. It sounds good. And like, God damn, did Joaquin Phoenix fucking over deliver? Like over, yeah. it was so good. Over delivered on the role. Like, okay. And it was unique in all those things. Like some people don't like the tone. Some people may not like the, the setting or the story. Like there's all sorts of stuff that people may not like. Yeah. So yeah. might just, might just not be for, you know, but like not liking people. it is like not for me is one thing, but like to not realize that it's a good movie. That's like me watching Harry Potter. It's not for me. I not I don't watch those movies. I don't care about them, but I do respect them, and I don't think they're overrated because I think they're be- like incredible what they pulled off. But not mm. for me. Yeah, you know. Yep, yep. That Hogwarts. It's just something else. All right, cool. Well, let's uh, let's take a break here. That was a that was a good. Good suggestion, Brandon. Thank you for bringing that to our Nomad Journeys. I've been waiting to do this one. I, I know. I, was, I loved it. it. Um, I think we've all kind of said enough. Let's take a break here. Let's come back, and we will play a game of Who Laughed at That? <laughs> After <Aww>. this. <laughs> Aching, smile, even though it's breaking. When there are clouds in the sky, you'll get by. If you smile through your fear and sorrow, smile, and maybe tomorrow you'll see the sun come shining through. For you Light up your face With gladness High Every trace of sadness And we are back My friends To play a game of Who laughed at that? Whose laugh is that? Whose laugh is it anyway? Who laughed at? Whose laugh is it? Who's laughing now? Yes. Oh, there we go. There we go. Who's laughing now is our game. It's a joke to um, you. It's all a joke. Life's a joke. Um, I've got a whole bunch of previous Joker actors. Okay. I am going to play their laughs. And you are going to tell me which Joker, which I gave you the list of actors, which actors Joker laugh this is. All right. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them, ranging from the original 60s Batman to uh, the Gotham TV show to Dark Knight, Suicide Squad, you know, Jock, 
Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin. You got Heath Ledger. So. You got uh, Mark so. Hamill. You've got is Tim Curry making an appearance? I didn't know that he was like we, the original uh, Joker for the cartoon series, and then they oh, really? had, uh, yeah. they really? they recasted. I just discovered this. Thank you, TikTok. Uh, yeah, and uh, there's a clip. Yeah, you can hear Tim Curry. Tim Curry seems like he's got a good. He was fantastic. It's more like what Mark Hamill did, but Mark Hamill kind of just took it, I guess, a little further. But yeah, okay, let's do it. Well, all right. Well, let's start with uh, the show on the road. You guys will play together. Let's see if you guys can get. We'll say three of these. I guess. All right. Keep it quick. Okay. All right. Ready. Let's do it. Crazy one. Any guesses? Wow, that was pretty. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of cuts in there where they're cutting between the the, the laughs. But sure, do it again. This one. This one, I mean, it keeps going. <laughs> Heath Ledger does not laugh this much, does he? I'm sorry if the audio quality varies between the clips because yeah, some of fine. them are louder than others, but whatever. But You got more or are you done with that file? Um, There is a little bit left here. Yeah, just keep it going. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So it's not 60s. Oh, getting a little darker. Yeah. Yep, there you go. All right, well, it's not... It's not Arthur Fleck. Hmm. No! <laughs> that part right there sounds like he's okay. It's the giggly, it's the giggly woo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> I'm leaning towards Mark Hamill. Really? Yeah. Just because he's got that. Definitely not. It's definitely not Jared Leto. Definitely not Joaquin Phoenix. Just looking at our list. Yeah, I would lean towards Mark Hamill. Play it one more time, real quick. Just like part. I just want to. Yeah. I want to say. He's having a good time, whatever he's doing. I want to say. He's having a good time at it. I want to say Cameron Monaghan from Gotham. Really? Yeah. Because he's. Th- I, I don't know. Because the only one I don't know. Cameron. No, it's. He sounds too. He sounds older, more mature. Cameron. Cameron Monaghan also. Uh, Cal. I be- Cal Kestis. Yeah, he's Cal Kestis from the Star Wars games. Oh okay. No, I don't. I get. Uh, maybe that's tough. I've never seen Gotham. Or heard his laugh, so I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't know. Dude. All right, All right Fox well. ticking. 
What do you got? You pick. You picked. Uh, Mark Mine Hamill. was Mark I don't, Hamill. I don't, I don't hear Mark Hamill at all. You don't hear Mark Hamill. All right. No. All right. Let's go with yours. Let's go with Cameron. Right. Is it? Is it? Is it? Yeah. Who is it? Cameron, Cameron Monaghan? Monaghan, yeah, from Go- on Gotham. It is not. That is Heath Ledger. Really? Heath really? Ledger. Holy shit. It is. I didn't know he laughed that much. <laughs> wow. Okay. There's the one part in there where you can hear like the strings. That whole movie seems like the string section is always like cranking up the thing. entire movie. But Heath Ledger. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Like that one part sounded like him, but the rest of it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I guess I don't remember what his last sound like in that Man, movie. Two thousand eight, that movie came out. That song, that guy passed away. My goodness, he did not have a long Man. career. That's sad. I gotta watch that movie again. It's a good movie. Yeah. All right, let's let's uh, keep it going. Let's let's try Joker number two. <laughs> That's gotta be old. Just judging by the audio quality. Oh, and that yeah. campy music. Don't, don't yeah. listen to that. Don't that's, listen to that. That's don't worry Caesar. About that. It's got to be Caesar. Romero. Yeah. That is Caesar Romero. Congratulations. Yeah. one on the board. Nice job. Uh, 19, <laughs> 1966. You can kind of hear it in the sound effects. That doesn't. Yeah, the music was like a dead giveaway. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, let's go with uh, Joker number three here. Yeah. Oh, I could, yeah, I could, yeah, I could definitely hear Mark Hamill. Totally Mark Hamill. He's incredible. He's having such a good time. Yeah, seems like seems like playing the Joker is nothing but nothing but good. Who would have thought Luke Skywalker would do a fantastic? Joker. But yes, it's that's Mark Hamill. Oh, correct. That is Mark Hamill. Ugh, it makes me want to go back and finish the. Well, I finished Arkham Asylum. I was I made it a decent way through Arkham City, but I got yeah, they're great games. So See, they're always on sale for like ten bucks or whatever. I have them. I bought them. I bought they're the so bundle for good. like five bucks last yeah. year or something. Yeah, dude, it's they're so good. It's stupid. Yeah. How can you not? The combat is good. The the cities, yes, it's incredible. The story's great. so good in this. All right, yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. This is and it's got number. like it's got like the cast from the cartoon series, the animated series. Yeah, doing, like that's what I like. And Mark Hamill's doing the uh, yep. Joker. You know, um, uh, who does? Oh, I'm trying to think. Of Batman. Conroy. Kevin. Kevin Conroy. Kevin. Kevin Conroy. Conroy. Thank you. Yeah. R.I.P. Yes. R.I.P. Yep. Hmm. All right. Joker number four. When am I ever speechless? Look at that face. It's like, what's he gonna say? What's going to come out of that mouth? Zach Galifianakis <laughs> in the Lego Batman movie. Play it again. <laughs> ah, who am I kidding? When am I ever speechless? Look at that face. It's like, what's he gonna say? What's going to come out of that mouth? <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Is it Cameron <laughs> ah, who am I kidding? When am I ever speechless? Man. 
Look at is it, are there any repeats it's in like, here, or is this just... No, I'm not okay. repeating any. What's going to I come out of that mouth? <laughs> oh, so many jokes. Man. So many jokes to be told. I forget how many people have played the Joker. In my head, I was like, four fucking people have done it. Nope. <laughs> it was, there is a lot, and it these are just... I didn't even include like all the comics and all the games in here. Sure. There is there is a lot of jokers that are circulating out there on the internets. Yeah, it's gotta be Cameron Monaghan or I don't it doesn't sound like Zach Galifianakis it doesn't, to me. It doesn't. Sorry, Dave, play it one more time. Oh uh, give me just a second here. <laughs> kidding when am i ever speechless look at that face it's like what's he gonna say what's going to come out of that mouth <laughs> it doesn't sound like cameron monaghan's voice but and maybe and maybe he just had like a really good performance but, but ripped Zach on some helium is a pretty talented guy he could have done something to his voice it's it's gotta be one of them but i don't know I'm gonna say Zach Galifianakis. I'm bound to be right. Final answer. Uh, Is Eric in agreement here? Uh, I don't know. It sounds too serious for the Lego Movie. I know, I know, and I have not seen a, a second of Gotham to even know. I mean, Gotham is—it's a CW show, but it's definitely darker than the Lego Movie. C Dubs. Oh, I don't know. But that Cal character from Star Wars Fallen Order, like that's 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 the same guy doing this voice. Like I don't yeah. hear it. Maybe he's just a really good actor. This guy sound it sounds like it's somebody older doing it. It does I sound have... older, more mature voice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, a mature Joker. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> mature Joker. I could go I either way. Shit. Well, I think it's Zach. So right. if we can go either way, then I think we're going Zach. Is it? Who is it, Dave? That is Zach Galifianakis. Nice. The Lego right. movies. Good call. Good call. Uh, right. Since we since we've talked about them, you guys did hit the three. I just wanted to give you a little taste of the uh, Cameron Monaghan. Um, okay, Joker. let's hear it. You can look at the screen too because he's got a pretty fucked up oh, face. Oh shit! Um, in these, oh, in wow. this show. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Okay, I feel like I would have gotten that. It's much more raspy. It sounds horrible, actually. I don't know if I like it. Oh. It sounds CW. Alright, yeah, give me some and Jack. Then, there's, and then there's the classic, the Jack. This one was a little too easy to pick That's a out. dead giveaway, yeah. It sounds like Jack Nicholson laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so, congratulations, guys. You got it. You yeah. actually nice. knew. Uh, what would we call that? Uh, not who laughed that. What did we call this game, Brandon? <laughs> Whose line is it anyway now? Whose laugh is it? Who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? That was it. Who's laughing now? Thank you. We All got right. there. We got there again. <laughs> Woo! We got to back, yeah, back back to the same point. The brain awesome. power is all using that fucking game, bro. Just get They'll start to here. blend in together. It just sounds like fucking crazy people in my ears. <laughs> Constantly. Awesome. Well, congratulations, guys. 
You're going to space camp. Um, why don't we get out of here? Going to oh, Arkham Asylum. I just hold on. Um, uh, my boy from video games, uh, that did the voice in Troy uh, Baker. Troy Baker did uh, the Joker in one of the Batman games. He was I might have that in here. Batman Origins, Arkham Origins, or whatever. The only one I didn't. Oh play. really? Oh, yeah, because like the Rocksteady didn't do it, but uh, I was always intrigued because like I saw that they changed the cast and for that one, and they got Troy instead of Mark Hamill. Um, Interesting. I like Troy. I like Troy Baker, so I'd be curious. It'd probably be a deeper. <laughs> this it? That was it. Interesting. Sure. That sounds hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Sounds like Mark Hamill's version. I mean, that's what he's it trying does. to do probably anyways in that version. So, Got to work on yeah. our uh, Joker laughs. <laughs> All day I've been work working on it. Work on it in the car, you know? Like, <laughs> right? Just, just don't do People it. People pull it up next to you. Maniacally. I was just driving down. I just look over to my left. This guy's just laughing to himself in the laughing car. Laughing hysterically. He must have been normal. listening to the Nomads of Fantasy. I don't know. Yeah. All right, Eric, give us the socials. If anybody wants to shoot us a recommendation or movies to watch, something to do, games to play, how can they get a hold of us? Sure. I'll uh, take us home here. If you want to get at us, you can find us at Nomads of Fantasy on Twitter and Instagram. You mm-hmm. can go to the Nomads of Fantasy.com. Join mm-hmm. our Discord at the Nomads of Fantasy.com slash Discord. You can email us, Nomads of Fantasy at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, I don't know, do a lot of stuff, but you should, you should talk text to us, us and go play what map game, go play what map game, go to our <laughs> merch store on our website. Uh, yeah. Hit up the discord. Come chat. Yeah. yeah. Discord. Nomadsfantasy.com slash discord. Get in here. Talk about whatever. Tears of the kingdom. Cause I want to play more <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah. What's up next? Yep. I need to play. I need to play some more. Too many games to play. Too but many. that's all I got. That's all I awesome. got for us. Until next time. Yes, as always. Safe travels, nomads. I was expecting a laugh. You want to tell it to me? Peace.
Big ball. Hey. 